0: About the pursuit of excellence, the pursuit of the spirit of excellence. Turn your Bibles with me to Daniel chapter 5. We're going to read from verse number 6 to 12 as we pursue excellence. Then the king's countenance changed and his thought troubled him so that the joints of his hip were loosed and his knees knocked against each other. The king cried aloud, to bring the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. And the king spoke, saying to the wise men of, of Babylon, who reads this writing and tells me its interpretation shall be clothed with purple and have a gold chain around his neck, and he shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. And the king's wise men came, but they could not read the writing or make known the king's interpretation then killed Belshazzar, who was greatly troubled his countenance was changed and his lords were astonished then the queen because of the words of the king and his lord came to the banquet hall the queen spoke to spoke saying "O king live forever do not let your heart be tr- trouble you nor let your countenance change there is a man in your kingdom who Whom is the spirit of the holy God? And in the days of your father, lights and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, made him the chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Inasmuch, let's read verse 12 together. Ready, go. Inasmuch as an excellent spirit... Knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles, and explaining enigmas were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now, let Daniel be called, and he will give the interpretation. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the king had an encounter that troubled him. Because a hand wrote something on the wall whilst he was drinking and uh, having a party with his uh, uh, leaders and elders. And it troubled him. The astrologers, soothsayers, magicians could not uh, fathom what had been written, understand it or interpret it. But the queen mother came and said, there is a man in your kingdom There is a man in your realm. There is a man in the church. There is a man in the family. There is a man in the neighborhood who can do this, who can interpret the dream, who can give you an understanding of of the, the, the quandary that you are in, the predicament that you are in. There is a king, there is a man here who can do it. And that man is Belshazzar, the man in whom there is an excellent spirit. A man of knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, hallelujah. We are talking about excellence. And I, I, I gave you an, a definition of excellence as X, X and sellers, which means that X is to rise and Celest is to go to the top. So excellence is pursuit of rising, from within yourself to a place that is higher than where you used to be. Hallelujah. So you see, when you are talking about excellence, it's not to, to, to uh, uh, compare yourself with somebody else. But excellence is the best you or the best version of you that you can have. Hallelujah. Which means that excellence is not something that you achieve one day and that's it. Because every day you can be better than you were before every day there is a place inside of you that you can rise up to every time every situation that you're in you can be better you can be a better wife you can be a better mother you can be a better professional you can be a better christian you can be better than you've ever been and i i i, I gave the interpretation or the opposite of uh, excellence is to be mediocre middle which means To be in the middle of a rugged mountain. To be in the mundane. To be within yourself. To be in a place where you are not uh, pushing too hard. Hallelujah. There's a quote that I want you to to write in your, uh, if you have social media, put it somewhere. Excellence will cost you what mediocrity will save you. Can I explain that to you? Excellence is the cost of the savings of mediocrity. Excellence will cost you what mediocrity will save you. Some of us, we want a little sleep. But excellence will cost that sleep. Some of us want to have a little lie-in. Some of us want to watch a little more... Social media, a little more movies, a little more Netflix. And excellence will cost you the time that you need to spend on Netflix. So excellence is very expensive, as we discussed last week. But in the long run, excellence will save you. So if you want to be excellent, you have to drop the things that mediocrity saves you. Am I making sense? like like a little bit of happiness a little bit of me time a little bit of lying in you don't want to exert yourself too much you don't want to do too much you want to just relax but excellence says that we cannot relax Excellence says that there is work to do so i cannot slow down as long as i have work to do i will do what i need to do jesus said that i must work the work of him who sent me whilst his day for the time is coming when no man can work so now that i have the opportunity i have to work this is not a time to sit and play this is not a time to relax this is the time that i need to put in maximum effort So, whereas people are clapping for you, whereas people are excited that you're doing well, excellence says, no, I can do better than I'm doing at the moment. Am I making sense to somebody? So that you don't rest on your laurels. You you try to achieve more than you're achieving now. You try to do better than you're doing now. I said to you, one of the common features that you see in any developed country are cranes in the city. Not that the cities have not been already built, but they have a building that has been standing for a while, that has been functional, that is doing well. The excellent spirit says that, no, let us knock it down and put a better one there. Hallelujah. The mediocre spirit says that, Why bother? Why exert so much energy to pull down a a building and put another one in its place? Let's leave it. It's okay. We can use it as it is. Amen. Excellence, excellent people pursue solutions when they come or they encounter any challenge. Excellence Pursues solution, whereas average share problems, stare at problems and complain. Let me say it again: Have you got the notes? I send the notes to you, Joe. Excellence, or excellent people, see every problem as an opportunity, and so they pursue problems. With a solution. Whereas, average people stare at the problem and complain. Amen. When you find yourself always complaining or making excuses, you must know that you are not working in the spirit of excellence. I always say to the people close to me, don't come and repeat the problem to me. I am not interested in celebrating problems. What I want you to do is when you come to me, tell me that, oh, we encountered this problem and that problem when we were doing the job, but we solved it. I don't like the people who, you go and meet the problem, then they'll come. Uh, uh, pastor, we went, but this is the problem we have met. Why are you coming to tell me the problem? Am I daft not to know that, in this thing that I've sent you, you encounter problems. I know you encounter problems, but that is why I sent you. So that when you encounter a problem, you solve it. And come and celebrate how you solve the problem with me. Am I making sense? Excellent people, they pursue the solution rather than worshipping the problem. Every time, you're worshipping the problem. Uh, pastor, my wife, my wife is the problem. Somebody said, my wife is the problem. If only the day my wife will live my life, I would dance. No, that is the spirit of mediocrity. You are like anybody else. You are normal. You know, when Delilah was contracted by the Philistines, they said that go and find out What makes Samson unique? What makes Samson have the extraordinary, excellent spirit to have so much supernatural power? So that if you can find that uh, uh, thing that makes the secret that makes him excellent, he will become like an ordinary man. What he's saying is that there is a secret or there's something that is in the guy that makes him above ordinary. We have to have a power, a secret in our lives that makes us extraordinary, above the average. Hallelujah. Excellence originates or orchestrates in the mind and is is translated into speech and demonstrated in your life. Let me say it again. Excellence, it does not start from your background where you were born oh as for me i was born into wealth so i'm excellent no it's not true nobody is born excellent am i making sense everybody can become excellent all we need to do is to change our mindset that from today i am going to be excellent From today, I'm going to pursue excellence. From today, I'm going to be an excellent student. From today, I'm going to be an excellent worker. From today, I'm going to be the best me I can ever be. Hallelujah. It starts from your thinking. And when your thinking changes, it will affect the things you say. And when your speech changes because your mindset has changed then we will see it in your life or your appearance. It demonstrates in you. Have you not seen that certain parts of the world, when you go there, everybody blames the government but themselves. Everything is the government's fault. How many know what I'm talking about? Everything that is the government. Everything is not working. It's the government. Everything is the government is the government. Fix the country. Hallelujah. I don't have any part to play. play. That is the spirit or the mindset of mediocrity. Because excellent starts from my thinking. In uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says that be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If your mind is renewed, then you would be transformed and you prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Am I making sense to somebody? If your mind changes, your mind has to change. What we are talking about in in this whole month about the spirit of excellence is to try and affect our thinking. I want to challenge you to start thinking excellent so that you stop accepting the average. Oh, you have been given a song to sing, but you don't bother rehearsing. Oh, I will get up Sunday morning and the Holy Spirit will take over as I'm walking to the stage. Remember, I said that excellence will cost you what average will save you? So you are saving yourself for sleep. You are saving yourself for Netflix. You are saving yourself for, from rehearsals because you want to be non-excellent. Because if you want to be excellent, you have to rehearse and rehearse and rehearse again. You have to keep rehearsing, keep rehearsing, keep rehearsing. You see, the God we serve is a God of excellence. And you can never represent the God of excellence with a mediocre performance. And say that I'm representing God. You are representing something else but not God. Hallelujah. Am I making sense to somebody? Excellent people make improvement, not excuses. Excellent people make improvement, not excuses. I'm particularly happy with the uh, chapels because they are proving, you know, as you watch the chapels, it's like the story of the talents. You've been given talent. Some have been given two. Some have been given three. Some have been given five. Some have been given one. It is not the one talent you receive that's the problem or the three talents, or the five talents. It's what you do with it. Are you with me? So that the next time we have a, a chapel Sunday, when we call your chapel, it should be too many to fit in here. That is somebody who has done something with the gift they were given, rather than complaining. Stop complaining. The people are some way. When I call them, they don't come. When I even uh, go on evangelism, nobody minds me. No, 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 no. Nobody wants to hear that. We want you to come and say that it hasn't been easy, but look where the Lord has brought us from. We started small, but we are at the top. Am I making sense to somebody? Yeah. Make improvement of your chapel. Every. Thursday must be better than the Thursday before. Every Sunday, our service must be better than the Sunday before. That is, you see, and you can never make improvement if you don't make a review. Am I making sense? If you don't make a review, you can't improve. You know, I I, I, I wonder how the choir sings and not go and watch back at what they have sung and how they did. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because if you watch it, oh, I sang well, but my dancing wasn't right. Or I sang well, I danced well, but my facial expression wasn't on point. Am I making sense? I I sang well, I danced well, but at the end I was scratching my back. And it didn't look right. Ah, you're not getting what I'm saying. You know, as you review, you improve. Am I making sense? As you review, you improve. The, the excellent people always make a review. Always make a review. Even when you've been successful, you make a review. Even when you think you have done well, you make a review to see what we did well and what we can improve. Areas we can improve on. Am I making sense? You've done the soup. You've done the sauce, you've done the food, you gave it to your husband, and he said it was nice. Don't rest there. Find out what can I do better. Not five sauces. Every time it's five, the five, big top five sauces. And you box it with rice. If it's not rice, you box it with potatoes. If it's not potatoes, spaghetti, that's it, you are finished. Three. Top three. Against top five. No, you are not an excellent cook. Get some books. Find some recipes. Don't say that where I come from is only five different dishes we do. So that is the five. You came to meet five. You are leaving the world with the five. This is what all my ancestors ate. And that's all I shall eat till I'm gone. And my children shall eat the same thing till we are gone. That's the spirit of mediocrity. I think I should stop here before I get into trouble. Okay. I gave myself 15 minutes. I have two more minutes. So excellent people make an improvement, no excuses. Without excellence, life remains bland and lukewarm. Life without variation. Have you ever been to a place and you left for many years and go back to the place and meet the same things, the same people, the same faces? Has it happened to you before? It looks bland and boring. How many know what I'm talking about? You left where you came from for maybe five years, 10 years, 15 years, and you go back The same buildings are standing there. The same lady who used to sell by the roadside is still there selling by the roadside after 15 years. Everything looks blunt. The people look old. They look older. Their clothes look older. And the place looks boring because nothing has changed. But when you go back to the place and there are different buildings and then things have changed, People, the woman who used to sell uh, food by the roadside has opened a restaurant. Immediately, everything becomes exciting. How many understand what I'm saying? Everything becomes exciting. Why? Because there's been improvement. Hallelujah. But when it remains the same, no thought is being put into it. Nobody's thinking. Nobody's improving. No, Nothing is being done. Immediately, you don't want to be there anymore because it's like you haven't missed anything. Hallelujah. Okay, now, does it look like you have missed? Has th- has things changed? Yeah. So he hasn't been here for a while, and he's come back. Things must not look the same. Otherwise, we haven't improved. Am I making sense? Otherwise, nothing has changed. Amen. And you see, for that to happen, we have to start thinking. When you go home this, this afternoon, I'm giving you your homework. Go into your, into your living room and look around. These cities and things have been here for the last 15 years. I'm not saying go and change your city. That's not what I'm saying. But maybe you can change the color of your room. Maybe you can change the light. Jazz it up. Do something to create excellence. Ah, there are, you missed a good place to put your hands together. Sometimes you need to just turn the chairs around. Le- the long chair, take it from there. Put it somewhere else. Re- just refresh the place. Go into your bedroom, refresh it, a little. Amen. Um, I didn't say go and refresh your husband, please. I don't want problems. Yeah, go into the wardrobe. Some things you have you, have, you haven't worn for the last fifteen years. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Ah. Hallelujah. Have you learned something? These days I have to be careful because somebody told me that because of my sermon, it stopped him from buying a car. So, I'm very careful now. I don't want family problems. Hallelujah. As I'm talking, somebody's hitting the husband. Have you heard? Go and change something. No, I'm not saying go to the shop. That's not what I'm saying. Excellence doesn't have to be expensive. Amen. Pursuing excellence is not to be a quest for superiority. The pursuit of excellence is not supposed to be, I want to become the most beautiful. So, you always, all your income, you receive on Friday, you take it to the shop on Saturday to buy the most expensive designer wear and change your hair so that you look most beautiful on Sunday. No. But you see, when you keep improving yourself, you will become superior eventually. But it shouldn't be your quest. Am I making sense? You must always try to be the best of version of you. If you only have two pairs of trousers and three shirts, you must always come with the best version of the three shirts you have and the three, uh, the two trousers you have. Well ironed, well starched, it looks nice. Stands on you. That's excellence. Excellence is not opulence. Every day you are buying a brand new shirt, but you are not excellent because you don't wear it well. How many understand what I'm saying? See, you have, you have new clothes on, but the clothes don't look nice on you because you are not wearing it well. But the spirit of excellence says that I need to wear this particular uh, shirt well. So I need to have it starched. I need to have it without crease. I used to have a friend. He wears any shoe he wears. He can have a shoe maybe five years, six years. There's no wrinkle on the shoe. You know the shoe that every shoe has a wrinkle here. No, my friend's shoes you will never see any wrinkle. Every time you see him dress up he looks excellent in his dressing. So one day we're just teasing and I said to him that you have to show me how your shoes five years on there's no crease he said that because I don't want creases in my shoes I've learned how to walk (laughs) so you see how people walk like this see when you walk like this your 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 can you see your your shoe there's a crease he doesn't walk like that because he doesn't want a crease in the shoe. So he walks like this. <laughs> so that there is no crease on the shoe. You see? Because he this, you see the, that's what I'm, I mean by the spirit of excellence is the spirit of changing the way you think. I need to change. I want to see something that is not on me. So I need to change something in my thinking. i just use as a silly example so you can understand. Are, are you with me? This guy has, he's always particular about his appearance. So he's always checking to see where he can minimize crease. When he sits in your car, you won't be happy. God, he sits this way. He uses his elbow to, so that his shirt is not creased as he puts his back on the seat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah.